0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, May 28, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. The tragic deaths of factory workers in Bangladesh gives us a chance to examine the good and bad of so-called sweatshops. The typical policy responses to such a tragedy, however, typically fail to get at the heart of the problem. So says William Watson, a trade policy analyst at the Cato Institute.
1: In April, the, uh, there was a factory in Bangladesh uh, that uh, collapsed uh, while workers were working in the factory, and uh, over a thousand people were killed. Um, it took them a week to, to pull everybody out of the rubble. Uh, it got a lot of international media attention, uh, and there have been uh, a number of uh, responses uh, from various governments and private parties uh, to figure out how to prevent this from happening in the future uh, and what should generally be done about the rise in uh, in factory workers working in Bangladesh in dangerous conditions. So what has been the policy response within the United States? Well, the United States' response has been to consider whether or not to remove Bangladesh from a list of countries uh, that receive a low-tariff preference to uh, the U.S. market. Uh, so there are a number of products that can enter the U.S. market from Bangladesh uh, at, at basically zero, zero tariff level. Uh, clothing is not one of those, but um, nevertheless, uh, there's been some concern that perhaps uh, raising that level, raising the the level of tariffs imposed uh, on those products would help induce Bangladesh to to change its practices. Uh, the problem with that is that you're, you're just increasing taxes on the people of Bangladesh and removing their access to the US market. Um, this would be a big hit on their economy. Uh, having market access to, to foreign consumers is a really good thing for any economy. Uh, it's also good for the United States. So you would be harming consumers in the United States and producers in Bangladesh to help producers in Bangladesh. It, it just doesn't make sense.
0: As you noted before we started recording, Bangladesh has a lot of people and relatively few factories. Mm -hmm. So any attempt for uh, workers to try to assert their own power would be met with just them being fired and replaced. This is also low-skilled labor.
1: Yes. Well, and so there are a lot of low-skilled laborers looking for work in Bangladesh. Uh, The best way to improve the most lives in Bangladesh would be to have more factories, more investment uh, opportunities. Uh, every single person who's chosen to work in Bangladesh, every single person in Bangladesh who's chosen to work in one of these factories is picking the best option for them. Uh, they make more money, work in better conditions than they would without the factories. The, um, improving the conditions in the factories would be great uh, but if you do it at the expense of the number of factories or the amount of investment in the economy, you're helping one group of people at the expense of everyone else. What have retailers done? The retailers have responded to this event uh, very forcefully. Um, they, they're they very concerned about negative publicity of their brands being associated with tragic accidents uh, being associated with poor working conditions and poverty in Bangladesh. And so they have been scrambling to prove to consumers uh, that their policies are different, that that their factories are well taken care of, and their workers are, are receiving good care and, and, and good wages. Um, one of the ways that they do that is by... Um, having inspections of the factories in Bangladesh. The retailers, uh, they produce the clothes, they order the clothes to be produced, uh, but the factories in Bangladesh are not owned by the retailers. They're owned and managed by local companies. And so the retailers don't always have a lot of control over what happens. And when disasters like this occur, there's a, a, a strong call for the retailers to have a bit more oversight over what's going on, and so they're going to require uh, more inspections, uh, a more transparent inspection process to ensure that those are going on, uh, because none of the brands wants to be associated with death and destruction.
0: Well, and to, to an even smaller example, obviously a less problematic example, Kathy Lee Gifford's clothing line years ago was mm-hmm. revealed to have been uh, involved in sweatshop labor, which was devastating to the brand.
1: Which is really unfortunate. Um, It's unfortunate that consumers and uh, so many groups uh, have such a a, a negative reaction to to sweatshops. Uh, The the sweatshops are not, the the poor working conditions in the sweatshops are not the fault of U.S. companies uh, trying to mistreat workers abroad. Uh, the sweatshops are an opportunity for those workers. It's better than what they would do otherwise, and so really, what people are concerned about is poverty. They they see the poverty of people in Bangladesh, and and it, it pulls at them. Uh, it makes them worry, and they don't want to think about poverty when they buy their T-shirts, and so the brand doesn't want their consumers to be thinking about poverty when they buy their T-shirts. Uh, so if they can, if they can soothe those concerns in some way, they're very eager to do that.
0: Is there evidence that consumers in the United States or Europe or elsewhere uh, respond to that kind of uh, increased policing
1: by the retailers of these kinds
0: of factories?
1: The evidence is mixed. Um, There's certainly an impact on how consumers uh, perceive the brand. Uh, they're happy about brands that they think do nice things around the world. Now, whether they respond at the store by paying more for a particular piece of clothing um, is a little controversial. It's a small group of people that will actually uh, pay more for a shirt with the right, li- with a label that that says that the shirt was made using those kinds of practices, uh, even though lots of people would prefer those practices. Uh, It's just a small group of people that are willing to pay more to ensure that those practices took place. But even if it's just a small group of people, it still provides an incentive to get those people's business by improving factory conditions. And so it creates competition among the retailers. So it's no longer just a t-shirt is a t-shirt. There are fair trade t-shirts, which you could charge more for. And even if it doesn't get everybody on board, Uh, it still creates a a more competitive uh, marketplace for labor in Bangladesh. William
0: Watson is a trade policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org.